Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. I hope you find yourself in the right frame of mind, focusing on the things within your control. All right, so today's episode is about viewing yourself as is or what you could be. So how do you come to view yourself? Do you think that what you are now is all that you're ever going to be? Or do you think that you can work your way into much more? Sometimes the ability that you have and where you're currently at dictate how you view yourself. That your past success or your past experiences determine how much confidence you have in what you can do going forward. There are certain things that naturally come to you with very little resistance, whether it's the ability to excel in math, build things, or just athletic ability. And other things that are very difficult to grasp. These things that you're good at are good starting points to get you going in a certain direction. So you can build momentum and develop yourself. But that alone should not be how you come to view yourself. It's a part of what makes you unique. But it's not your complete identity. You can be so much more than what you currently are. Those things that you're good at, you can get better at. And those things that you're weak in or that you're lacking, you can also improve on. But this comes from viewing yourself as what you could be instead of viewing yourself as what you currently are. The state that you're currently in is not final and it's not fixed. That only comes from when you decide to put limitations on yourself. Now I get it. Sometimes in the pursuit of getting better or doing something very ambitious, you might fall short of it. And this can dent that belief that you have in yourself. It can be taken as a signal that maybe you shouldn't pursue it. That the stars are not aligned to make it happen. Or it's not in your destiny. So it's a waste of time trying to make something happen that's not preordained. If you're waiting on some sort of sign to confirm who you are or what you're doing. Then you'll constantly need validation of things outside of your control. That your actions will be dependent on when things go right. And when things go wrong, that means to give up. I believe that each and every one of us determines where we're going. We all have an effect on the positions that we put ourselves in. And sometimes in those rough periods where things are very confusing and and unsettling, it makes us question that maybe I'm not cut out for this. This is a natural thing to think about. And even give in to. But just because things get difficult. Does not mean you should pivot to something else. If you truly have a strong desire to go after what you want. Find a way to stick with it. And part of that comes from. Viewing yourself as what you could be. Knowing that the state you're currently in. Is not it. That you can improve yourself. And it starts with the mindset that you have. And what's going to make it a reality. Is the action that you take. When you don't have the right mindset, it's natural for that survival part of your brain to make you doubt yourself and you just go with the path of least resistance. So it becomes about finding the easy way out. And that's where you get tripped up, where you could tell yourself, if I'm not naturally good at it, then there's no point in me trying to work to get better at it. That your time could be better used somewhere else, or it could be that you worked at it and not seeing improvements. Now I get it. 
we all want to feel like we're using our time wisely or using it towards something that we feel good about. The results that we see, we tend to replicate the work or the action to continue to have those results. But when you don't get those results that you want, that's where you can take one of two options. To walk away from what you're working towards or to find another way. The survival part of the brain is going to want you to walk away from what's not getting you the progress that you want. But with a strong and well-conditioned mindset, you can overcome that natural instinct to want to give in and continue to work at what you're pursuing. To help overcome this tendency to want to view yourself as is and prevent the self-doubt from you wanting to throw in the towel, say to yourself out loud that you're a work in progress and that you're closing the gap from where you are now to where you want to be. Feed yourself with the right information that empowers you to continuously get better at what you set for yourself. So if it's about being a better person or being great at your craft, it comes down to reinforcing the right things so you're mentally prepared to take action. You want to avoid dwelling on the past, whether good or bad. You can draw some confidence from the great things that you've done. You can also learn from those things that did not turn out well. You have to be careful not to rest on your laurels and not getting hung up on the missed opportunities. These types of things can get in the way of your focus to what you presently need to put all of your energy into. Any type of distraction while you're executing to get better will impact the progress that you make. I'm sure you found yourself in the position where you're mentally not all there, where things are weighing on you and you're not able to effectively perform well the task at hand. Be aware of when this does happen and actually give yourself a period of time to process what was done. Setting aside a specific time to do this helps you fully work through where your mind tends to wander off to. So those times that you fall short in, reflect on what happened and always have some sort of lesson that was gained from it. And actually tell yourself, I'm going to move on from this and apply what I learned going forward. This helps you to resolve things mentally where it's not lingering and you continuously make progress. And in those times that you're feeling good about yourself from the past, put those things to rest as well where you tell yourself, what I did in the past was great. I'm going to enjoy the moment and then after a certain period of time, I'm going to reset so I can focus on the next thing that I need to do. This helps to not get caught up in what was done and prevents the ego from taking over. Remember, it's about building confidence that you can do what you set for yourself going forward, but not letting the ego distract you from what was done. Confidence is focused on the present and the future, whereas the ego is constantly looking backwards, validating all that was done. And viewing yourself as is compared to what could be works in the same manner. So viewing yourself as is is backwards looking, where you're looking to the past to gauge how well you're going to do in the future. This means that your past dictates your future because you decide to reference what was done and will ultimately repeat it. This is no surprise as to why progress is not going to be made in this state because it's about being stuck on what happened. Viewing yourself of what you could be is forward-looking, where you're focused on what can you do about it right now and in the future to develop yourself. It's knowing that the action you take right now 
has a possibility to propel you into a higher state. This means that you're not bound or restricted to what's already happened. And instead, solely focus on what's the next thing that needs to be done to get to where you want to be. Having this type of outlook is just so invigorating because it helps you become so much more. Where you're driven by great possibilities and you'll process adversity differently where the natural tendency is to move away from it and instead you understand that it's needed to make progress. It's that reflection period to figure things out. I think we all have a natural tendency to view ourselves of what we could be. But then for some reason or another, the setbacks that we experience hinders our confidence that we can get to where we want. When that happens, that's where it's about viewing yourself as is. So when it comes to wanting to get to that state of what you could be, really state what you want in specific details. Say it out loud to yourself or write it out. Have a plan of how you're going to get there. The more work that you can do towards this, the more possible it becomes where it's not this far off idea and it's more of an attainable pursuit. From there, you can self-evaluate to see where you currently are right now. Some of this might be uncomfortable or it hurts to know that you might be lacking or weak in certain areas, but this helps you to have a starting point. And do the same thing as well where you talk it out or write it out and you can review this and it helps you become more comfortable in reflecting. This gives you more of a ability to be proactive instead of reactive where you're on the offensive and not being defensive. Trying to validate why you are the way you are and instead adapt and overcome so you can be better. What you gain from this is the ability to self-regulate, to keep yourself on track and disciplined to what you envision for yourself. This is going to carry you a long way because throughout life, you're always going to face the reality of what can you do about it right now? There's going to be times when things happen that seem unfair and how you respond to them will determine how the situation you're in plays out. So in the case when you view yourself as is, it's not going to help you in situations that are hard because the tendency will be to give into it. That it becomes about accepting things as they are and doing nothing about it because there's a sense of feeling defeated. But viewing yourself as what you could be, you're able to crawl your way out of it some way, somehow. So this helps you in those areas where you might be weak in and knowing that you can develop and make them stronger. Maybe an area you want to further develop is intelligence, to know what's going on, what to do about things, and expand your thinking. This is not if you're intelligent or not, as we all have the capacity to think and rationalize. There's this misconception that we're either this or that, we're intelligent or not. And when somebody says, oh wow, you're smart, what's that indicate? That everybody else is dumb or that you thought I was once dumb? Part of this is just being caught up in the moment where it's about the right here, right now. Things like intelligence is a skill that can be developed and it needs to be seen as such. Look at yourself knowing that you can gain more 
and be more intelligent through actively seeking the information that intrigues you. Intelligence isn't just about how much information you can process or how quickly you pick things up, but it's about gaining knowledge that you can use effectively. You know, a school is kind of a culprit in pigeonholing students and even the workplaces where people are being judged based on what they are or what they produce. When people see others in that manner, they get treated in that manner. That's part of the problem why there's not enough patience in self-development or seeing the value in it. The right here, right now, constantly holds our attention that makes us lose sight of the long term. And there's many different forms of intelligence, and it can be developed in so many different ways, more than just through reading and sitting in a classroom listening to a lecture. The concept of learning and developing becomes obstructed because of our results-oriented way of thinking. So in school, you'll get a grade to determine how much you've learned, but that's actually poor measurement of what a student gained. Maybe the way the material is presented is not in an effective manner that certain students can comprehend, or simply because they don't understand the material well, there might be an emphasis to get good grades, and it becomes about teaching for the test instead of getting to the fundamentals on how to learn the material. So the focus is about teaching the tools instead of learning how to comprehend and solve problems. And then this trickles into the work environment, where if an employee is not performing well, then there might be some sort of reprimand for them, that they'll somehow respond more effectively with an ultimatum. In a more progressive work environment, and even a school system, the emphasis is about helping you reach your potential, bringing out the best in you. But unfortunately, there's many places that do not operate in this manner, because it comes down to the bottom line, and that's how they measure what they value. In part, much of why you might see yourself as is, is because others see you as is. They're constantly assessing you to see if you measure up to a certain level of whatever it might be, whether it's school or work or sports. The need for instant gratification or results right now causes patience to wear off thin. So many people are going to value us based on who we are at that moment. And this can affect how we see ourselves. Be the one that changes the narrative to let others know that who I am right now is not who I'm always going to be. That I'm going to grow and develop into something much more. So a single grade on an exam or a few exams or uh, certain rough periods in your life or poor results in what you're working on has not yet worked out is not final. These are only periods in your life that you go through and they are not what define you. You define yourself by how you choose to go at life, to attack it, move with a purpose, and rebound from the shortcomings. The adversity that you face is an opportunity to strengthen yourself. So when you find yourself in those moments of self-doubt saying, I'm not good enough to achieve what I want, to be who I envision, redirect that energy and say, how can I be better? How can I develop myself into what I want to be? This helps challenge you in a way that gets you to give your best as opposed to just digging yourself into a hole. Sometimes the biggest challenge that we all face is ourselves because we put limitations on what we're capable of. The mind obviously is a very powerful thing 
So whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Because eventually you're going to find that information to reinforce what you're thinking and saying. And it's going to affect what you believe. And the amount of belief that you have in yourself is going to dictate how much energy you're going to put going forward. If you don't believe that you can do it, you're going to give very little effort. But if you have an immense belief that you can, you're going to give it your all. So come to cultivate that belief that you can. Find whatever it is you need so you can build that momentum that you're working your way into something greater. And when you're not getting the results that you expect or that you wanted, remind yourself that you're working towards getting better and you'll figure it out some way. It's going to be extremely helpful to tune out those naysayers, the negativity so you can focus on the things within your control. If you hear enough of them, it's going to affect the belief that you have within yourself and you're more likely to see yourself as is. Speak in a way where the situation or the things that you're going through or how you see yourself are ongoing. Give them fluidity where if you're trying to develop a certain skill and it's not where you want it to be, use terms like, I'm getting there or I'm working towards it. Because if not, there's going to be the tendency to get a certain outcome and just stop. Try and notice what you do when you make a mistake or when an accident happens. You probably stop and say something that signals that you're frustrated. You might feel bad or say things like, damn, I messed up. This throws off your focus from what you were doing so it derails that momentum that you built up. You might even stop altogether and feel stuck. Instead, when you're in a state of actively working to get better, to see yourself of what you could be, have that thinking of under construction. It's knowing that behind the scenes it can be chaotic and challenging, but you understand that you just got to keep going, aiming to get things done. This gives a sense that when things don't go as planned, you refocus on what needs to get done without being too flustered of things going off track. And one thing when it comes to seeing yourself as is, it can be comforting being there because you can rely on what's familiar. You know what you're good at and you do it. And what you're weak in, you completely stay away from. When you treat yourself as is, you'll stay as is. But when you treat yourself as what you could be, you'll eventually rise up to it. This is in large part because of the standard that you hold yourself to, those expectations. And eventually you'll start making progress bit by bit until eventually you get what you were aiming for. Growth can be slow and unnoticeable in the short term. But then over the long term, you look back and say, wow, look how much I've progressed, how far I've come since what I used to be. Think about it. We're quick to notice when a tree falls, but noticing the growth of a tree from a couple days to a couple weeks and maybe even a couple months might not seem too significant, but then over a period of six months or a year, that growth that the tree's made is quite noticeable. Come to view yourself in that same way, where the day-to-day and maybe even the week-to-week or month-to-month might not seem like you're progressing, but eventually you will when you're consistent at it. It's going to be important as you see yourself as what you could be to manage your expectations and gradually work into them. Work in stages to manage your confidence and avoid being overly critical. 
So if you're just starting off in sports and it's your first time playing basketball or baseball, it's okay to dream and have the aspirations of making it to the big leagues. But also, don't let that be your sole focus. Hopefully, you want to have fun, but also start off by viewing yourself to be a hard worker in practice, someone that pays attention to what the coaches have to say that can better you and doing all the fundamental things well. And as you do this, it can improve your performance. Eventually, you can view yourself hitting all those home runs, having a high batting percentage, or being a dominant basketball player, scoring a lot of points, defending the court well, whatever it could be. Then you can gradually set your expectations or your standard a little bit higher where you get acclimated well to it. Too high a standard, it can feel like it's too much and unreasonable, making it daunting. This sometimes is the case why someone will shift from seeing themselves as what they could be to what they are. The standard that they had initially might be too much from where they currently are to where they want to be, that it chips away at their confidence. And if you fall short enough times or the progress has not been enough to satisfy you, it can cause reversion where you accept that you will stay the same. So it's important to work your way into what you see yourself. Have that big ambition of what you will work your way into, but have a starting point to build momentum. Build it up enough that you can attain it, and then when you do, you see yourself into much more. You chase you becoming better. It's important to see yourself into more than what you currently are because it makes the climb, that path that you take, a lifelong adventure that's thrilling. It also helps you embrace adversity, which is something that we're all going to face. The better that you can handle it, the better you'll be for it. The future will be seen with enthusiasm instead of just clinging to the past. And with that enthusiasm, you're equipped to pounce on opportunities because of the constant work that you put into yourself. What once was a weakness turns less into a liability and can become an asset if you work effectively at it. So if you were once bad at handling your emotions where it got the best of you, maybe putting yourself in bad situations, you can work on managing them. Eventually, working vigilantly enough at it will raise your emotional intelligence where you put yourself into great situations. Things like anger or sadness are not bad things, but they are signals that something is wrong. And when you can channel that emotion properly, It can motivate you in an effective manner to resolve it. Embrace who you are because that's what makes you unique. Self-assess to gauge where you are and know what you want to transform yourself into. You have the ability to get better at whatever it is you choose with enough focus and commitment to it. You are not a final state, but always growing and developing into so much more. Be patient and understanding with yourself because the work in progress will be messy and frustrating at times. This is going to equip you so you can navigate the rough periods effectively. Remember, a moment in time is just that, and it's not just how things are unfolding. Treat yourself as is, and you're going to stay as is. Treat yourself to what you could be, and you'll grow into it. Let yourself experience the greatness of becoming better. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a member of Thriving Minds 
at www.thrivingminds.live. It's your personal development resource so you can help build that right mindset so you can live to thrive. All right. Until next time.